What's up, YouTube nights? Welcome to Lords of the Lombox presents the late cover price <laughs> top ten. Sorry for running late. Oh I take man. all the blame. It's nobody else's fault. It's me. Agreed. Hundred um, percent yeah. your fault. Yeah, it's all my fault. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. You know what? I I was working hard, and then I, I fell asleep, and then I woke up at like five o'clock, and I was like, "Holy cow!" But uh. Let's get right to it, man. We got, you know, Laura's uh, nearing Nirvana's got a show. We don't time that we, we we don't have time to to do an intro. I so I'm in it back. We're okay. Oh, okay, oh, cool. Oh, okay. Well, in that case. Comments <laughs> going. Uh, shout out to everybody in the live chat. Laura, say what's good to the people. Hi, guys. I'm actually really, really excited. I hung out with JB backstage for a few minutes, and this is an interesting list. There's a couple on there that you're not going to be expecting, a couple repeats, but for the most part, we got a pretty good list for you. Yeah, the last few, few weeks, we had a few, um, you know, returning champions, but uh, yeah. we got some new ones this one. And JB with the uh, cabana hat. Yeah, in honor of the old man, may he rest in peace. This, is our, this was one of his hats. He used to wear these all the time. So I figured something new for the year. New year, new style, trying something different. Plus, check out this cool scroll, super scroll t-shirt. My kids got this for me. It's the Marvel t-shirt of the month. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Anyway, welcome to the show. I appreciate everybody who's hanging out. We're going to get this show started. It's going to be a good one. Make sure you take the time to hit that thumbs up, though, if you're enjoying yeah. the content. Appreciate you. Yeah, please. Thumbs up, likes, uh, all that. Thumbs down, whatever. We don't care. Uh, <laughs> Any interactions, good. Any interactions. <laughs> the show was brought to our friends from uh, coverprice.com for your price tags, collections, and trends. 
head on over or a free trial or $6.99 a month. And our proud sponsor, Bird City Comics, for uh, use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off at anything in the Bird City Comics store. There's going to be a drop on Friday, I do believe. Right, Laura? Yes, we are dropping Local Man number one. Our cover is done by Stray Dogs creator Tony Fleece. And Ooh. any Spawn fans out there, you'll recognize it immediately. Ooh, right. that sounds exciting. Yeah, they tune in on Thursday show to see what it is. So uh, that that's uh, what we call a teaser in the industry. Uh, yeah. Um, so let's let's get right to it, boys and girls. This is the cover price top ten. Looking at the um, uh, highest selling books uh, of the week. Uh, and so uh, as always, there's a runner up. What do we have for this week's runner up? All right, for today's runner up, we've got. The Joker, the man who stopped laughing, issue number four, the Lee Bermejo cover. It's actually cover B. Now, this just came out. Lee Bermejo does it again. The popularity of his Christmas cover skyrocketed into the new year. However, a new cover takes the spotlight as the holidays are now behind us. The demented clown puppeteer plays with his creation, the Red Hood. The cover is a haunting reminder that the Joker will always hold some control over Jason Todd due to their brutality, their brutally linked past. Excuse me. Now we track 34 copies sold at a seven day trend of 94% with a high sale of $16 and 14 cents for a raw copy. However, the current near mint raw fair market value is nine bucks. I'm not surprised by this. Of course, people are going to kind of flow into the next issue after the success of the other one. Yeah, and Lee Bermejo just continues to kill it. His his cover art is just absolutely fantastic. I mean, it, it's just just I I, I feel he was underappreciated until this Joker cover kind of gave him a little exactly. a little push. Well, I think it and really started like appreciating it a little bit more. I think Lee Bermejo really kind of got on the map with uh, Batwing, right? Yeah, the Batman who laughs and the Batwing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's where he no, really. I mean, got... what was it? The what? I'm um, not Batman who last. The um, it was in the oversized. What was that called? Someone in the live chat will know. Someone in the live chat. It was in the oversized format, and yeah, uh, yeah, the people were getting format. 10.0s on that thing. Yeah, and uh, and it was infamous for the uh, the old uh, bat wang there that was. Uh, oh, what uh, was that? Me, uh, a million memes for the Batwang. Um, I can't even remember what the name of that book was now. See, see what happens. Yeah, yeah we can't move on until somebody in the chat says something. This is driving yeah. me nuts. Yeah, because yeah. because yeah. it's going to interrupt the next read. Yeah. Once we see the, once we see the thing, we're going to. We're not going until. Like, come on, somebody come on, in the live chat. chat. Seventy-three. Live Batman, chat. Damn. Batman, damn. Holy damn. There you go. Oh, who got it first? Lords of Brooklyn. Oh, got, there no. you go. Copy eight hundred one. I think. Mm. Ooh. Bam! There we Shout go. Shout out to Copy Eight Hundred One for his um, Instagram shorts. Uh, I don't know how he does it doing in in his car. I hope you're not driving, bro. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and you, everybody in the chat needs to be following Laura. She's been slaying Instagram in the last <laughs> week, just slaying it. Go, go, make sure you're following Laura on Instagram. God, slaying the gram, as the kids say. The not bright red, thanks. <laughs> The man who who stopped laughing. Oh God, there's the man man who laughs, the man man who cry. I mean, geez, there, you know, what else? What what's going to be next? The man man, uh, 
to Batman or Joker who's constipated? We don't know. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, what? Uh, let's get right to it. What do we got for number ten? All right, let's kick the list off with Spider-Man 2099, number one. This is a repeat from previous lists, but it deserves to be here. This came out in 1992, and here is a book that appeared on our top 10 spot on the runner-up list last week before barely webbing its way onto the top 10. Not surprising, as fans are bombarded with Spider-Man 2099 via his new run on Spider-Man 2099 Exodus, Across the Spider-Verse, merch, and more. The hype for Spider-Man 2099 is beyond palpable. And his first solo series is an excellent way for new and old collectors to pick up a key for cheap. Fans have taken notes, keeping this book on a hot streak. We tracked 16 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 116%, with a high sale of $150 for a CGC 9.8 copy, and a raw near-mint fair market value going for about $17. I do believe I have a copy of this, so let me uh, well, in, in, in interject here. Everyone has a copy go. of this, don't, don't they? Yeah. I mean, I, there was a bajillion yeah, I, of these things out yeah, there. I would think so, yeah. Now, yeah. do you think that this is the top of the top or do you think there's room i i'm almost feeling like mm. it's gonna there's go. still room kind of i don't know there I mean, is that's room. A, I, i'd like room. to hear the what the chat has to say on that and if you're watching I, this on the it, replay it, it, comment below tell us is there room on that one yeah i think it's going to grow um especially if they do a live action i think it, it will grow and um there's a lot of news coming out of uh of um warner brothers media right now uh wmd uh <laughs> um about uh what um what they're doing what their slate going forward obviously james gunn taking over to dcu um recently news is uh greg berlanti is just re-upped for another four or five years or something like that to, to head up the tv and streaming side of things so um i think uh we're gonna be getting some big announcements uh, pretty soon and um if james gunn's record uh, you know and and berlanti too because berlanti you know he the shows that he did he 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 pulled out some obscure characters come on uh you know um for the uh, you know what was that show with the that that that, that dude uh, the show is dude. The dude, yeah, this the, 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 the black guy who is like a, one of the smartest dudes in the DC universe. Um, um, come on, help me out here, God. Yeah, you're killing me uh, with this trivia tonight. Tebow, he has like, a, he on, has like a weird. He has like a weird like a thing. We're on it. We're on a time crunch, and you're yeah. pulling, dragging them all. Out. <laughs> oh, come on, people in live chat know. Come on, no. uh, what's his name? Mister Fantastic? Mister No? Mister Something? It's Mister Something. It's That's trivia night, like. folks. Trivia night in the chat. Night. Like, you know what's going on. Get that Marvel or what DC is no prize. telling us, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Miracle. I don't know. He has like a cross. Mr. On his terrific. Plate. Brainiac. Mr. Terrific. Mr. Yeah. Terrific. Copies on his game. It's not, bra it's not Brainiac. Yeah. It's got to uh, be Mr. Terrific. It's, it's Mr. Terrific. Yeah. And he does some cool shit on the animated. Um, versions that uh, I think Berlanti does the animated stuff as well. So, um, yeah, if you want good DC stuff, um, HBO Max, check out all the, the animated movies. They're fantastic, man, and really violent, too. Wow, it's pretty dark. Like, Justice City Dark is, like, one of my favorites of everything, DC and Marvel combined. Uh, and, you know, and Marvel is... I. 
I would say Marvel is is, is trailing behind DC in terms of animation. But oh, we'll see what, yeah. with, what, what, what if season two comes, you know, uh, we'll see what happens, you know, um, because that what if season one, yo, that that animation was fantastic. And then also you got so Spider-Man uh, Sony verse. So, um, you know, that was fantastic, too. So we shall see, man. All right. So number 10 on the list is Spider-Man 2099. Number one from 1992, a CGC 9.8, only $150. I remember I always say what I always say. This book is either nine eight or not because it's hard stock. You can't press it. Yeah. You no, know, you know what I mean. So, um, but I it'll it'll hit at least a thousand. I would say once a news drops about Spider Man two thousand ninety nine because Sony has a bunch of stuff planned that they want to do, and um, if they get a good actor, Miguel Lajara, I believe is that, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was Oscar Isaac was the voice of it? Was it was he yes. the voice of it? Yeah. So uh we shall see, man. We shall see. All right. So uh let's go. What do we have for number nine? All right. At number nine, we've got Poison Ivy issue number eight. Now, how do I pronounce this name correctly, Laura? Um, it's by Jenny Friesen. Oh, I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> Jenny just... Friesen. <laughs> I know you're a big fan. So I want to give you the read. Poison Ivy number eight by Jenny Frizz on the cover. The e I didn't take foil. it. She didn't. I, was, I left it there for you. The one in 50 foil. Now, in her recent run, Poison Ivy has turned over a new leaf, angling to be more of a hero as she takes on the divisive subject of fracking. Now, the series has its fans. But this Jenny Frizen 1 in 50 variant cover sure helped bring a few more on board. She even appeared in last week's top 10 with her cover for Harley Quinn issue number 25. It's safe to say that people like her work, especially when depicting some of DC's heavy hitters. Now, we tracked 17 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 109% with a high sale of $90 for a raw copy and a near-mint fair market value of 50 bucks. So it's holding ratio, which is understandable. But if I'm a Frizen fan, aren't you going for Voltron? Aren't you going for Grumble? I'm going for her earlier work. Yeah. And I kind of I dig the premise of this, of you know, of, you know, fracking and, you know, and, you know, destroying the planet, you know, and people like Poison Ivy who are in tune with the Earth life, just like Swamp Thing, just like, uh, you know, um, you know, so, um, you know, you know, God, I would love to see a Swamp Thing live action film. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Um, we had the show, which was good, and then uh, then the old DC people just mess it up. But yeah, what are you gonna do? What do you think of the cover itself? Her her work to me is just like there's never anything that I can criticize on it. It's so well done. You can see mm-hmm. all of the roots that she got from Mu- Muka Mucha Muka sure. Alfonso Muka. Yeah, whatever yeah. you say. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> the line <laughs> work, the really yeah, uh, it bold, it's bold line work. Uh, you, you, you can especially tell on the chin, right? It's really bold, bold, bold line work. Um, you know, similar to uh, Adam Hughes covers. Um, no, it's is- Alfonso Muha. Look him up. You're if you look up that artist from that time period, you're like, holy hell, that's who she draws all of her inspiration from. 
Nice. He always uses very similar knowledge. Look at the knowledge. I like her. I told you guys, like I will fangirl over Jenny Frizen all day. And she's like gorgeous. So yeah, brains and beauty on Lord there. There we go. Queen of the long box over here. All right. Number nine on this. Poison Ivy number eight, Jenny Frizon. Cover E4 150 variant coming in at number nine. Uh, it's always throws me off when it's like issue eight and then, then, then the number nine and everything. I think I'm getting Not number eight. Yeah, dyslexic or some shit. Anyway, all right, so let's get to number eight. All right, number eight. I'm excited about this because I actually have the gold foil sitting behind me. Venom Lethal Protector number one from 1993. Yet another book that's been popping up on our list as of late. Rumors continue to swirl that Lethal Protector storyline is ripe for an adaptation by the new director for Venom 3, Kelly Marcel. Keep in mind, that's all speculation, but this book marks the start of one of the most identifiable runs for Venom ever created. Fans hope Sony will opt to adapt the storyline. We tracked 18 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 105% with a high sale of $160 for a CGC 9.8. This is a new high sale and a raw near mint fair market value of $19. Even without the speculation, don't you just want this in your collection? I have this in my collection. Yeah, um, so do I. I'm two for four. I, uh, who, yeah, yeah. This is this is one of those books I think a lot of people have, but I think this one's topped out. I don't I don't see that there's any real huge upside in buying a nine point eight at one hundred and sixty bucks. Yeah, Maybe Sony has been kind of silent with their Venom yeah. stuff. You know, I mean, I'm kind of uh, it's. I think it's a, it's the calm before the storm. You know, uh, speaking of storms. Take a shot. Watch the rig on Amazon Prime. It's worth the binge. I'm telling you. Don't don't go watch any spoilers about it. Anything. Just watch it and just enjoy it. It's really um, yeah. It's it's not 18.99, Laura. Okay, <laughs> but it's it's good. Yeah, hopefully they'll get a season two. Um, uh, and it's got it's funny. It's because it's got like guys from uh, Game of Thrones on there, and oddest thing ever is uh, the the girl from Shit's Creek is on there as well. As well, I love that show. Love that. Show. As the lone American, but everybody else is Scottish, right? Uh, so uh, you have like uh, the uh, what's his name the uh, the. Uh, the commander of the Night's Watch, um, the John one, Snow. The, no, no, the, the, <laughs> the previous one who, oh. who stabbed Jon Snow, him, and oh, then I don't know, uh, I forget all their names, and then the other guy who is uh, who was like uh, Daenerys's like uh, protector, uh, who ended up getting like you know uh, snakeskin, whatever the hell it is. What on was there. his name? Yeah, and you know, I don't know his name. Yeah. I, their names are so weird. So um, that just just look it up. It's fun. It's 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 a good show, man. Uh, it's surprisingly good. Like uh, you know, I was watching one episode. Two episodes, I was like, man, I gotta finish this now. I was like, man. Uh, so stop. Uh, number eight on the list: Venom, the Lethal Protector. Number one, CDC nine point eight, one hundred and sixty bonards. All right, what do we got for number seven? Could it be? Hey, All right, something it, new. Something new, right? All right, here we go. Uh, next up, we've got Star Wars issue 30, the Andres Genole design variant. The recent Star Wars run has been filled with uh, has been full of first appearances and new characters, new species and now droids. This book features 
several first appearances of unnamed characters, but attention is focused on the rather cold edition of the Nihil Droids. This book features a menacing Nihil Droid front and center, the only cover to do so, and it's sick. Did anyone else get some Iron Giant vibes? And is Nihil short for Annihilate or an ode to Darth Nihilus? Fandom Optiv did a pick up 21 copies at a seven-day trend of 111% with a high sale of $19 for a raw copy and a VF, a very fine fair market value of eight bucks. Yes, I do get uh, Iron Giant vibes on this. Um, I won't I won't lie. I cried as a grown-ass man uh, <laughs> when I saw the Iron Giant. Absolutely love that film. And uh, Warner Brothers uh, absolutely did it no favors by in the marketing of it uh interesting factoid vin diesel was the voice of the iron giant um which is neither here nor there but you know um but it, it it's fantastic uh, jennifer aniston is in it uh i think uh, uh it's 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 really good it, it's it, it you have to see it i mean it, it it's a whole special place in my cold cold heart uh Iron Giant, love the Iron Giant. I actually have an Iron Giant toy that maybe I'll show you uh, that I got. Uh, it's a uh, action figure, so uh, we'll go with that. All right, number seven on the list, Star Wars. Number thirty, the Andreas Genolit design variant. I think I said that right, Genolit. Yeah, sounds fr sounds French. All right, that's what JB said. Yeah, so it sounds French. Yeah, Andreas Genolet. All right, let's go, go for number six. What do we got for number six? Number six, we have The Incredible Hulk, number 347 from 1988. Joe Fixit, a personality of the Hulk, got his own comic run recently. While that book didn't appear on this list, his first appearance did. Fans often opt to go directly to the source, as they have so many times prior, and this is no different, especially when it's an easy-to-acquire book with pricing that's consistently affordable. We tracked 17 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 140%, with a high sale of $289 for a CGC 9.8 copy, and a very fine fair market value of 20 bucks. Bad. I would have not had this on my uh, 2023 bingo card. Um, yeah. Did, so, would you uh, have recognized this as a key if you were digging through a long box? No. No. I would have. No. I've, I've, I've been in tune with this book. I actually have had a couple go through my hands recently, and I've, I'm like, man, people people know this book, man. Yeah. What's up with uh, Mr. Fixit wearing uh, just a tie with no shirt, you know? Yeah. Hey, Rocket, if well, you the got lady's it, already got the shirt off, man. I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> down with Mr. Fix-It, man. So uh, there you go. Number six on the list, Incredible Hulk, number 347 from 1988. CDC 9.8 for $289. Do some, but does somebody know something? Hmm. Yeah. I always say, read the tea leaves, man. All right. Uh, this book continues to stay on this list, and it I don't think it's going anywhere. What do we got for number five? Will it ever die? I don't know, man. The Amazing Spider-Man, number one, the Salvador La Roca Hustle Lemonade mm, well Spotlight. <laughs> Limited to only 1,000 copies. Now, this book just will not quit. It's been on an absolute tear since its release with the secondary market blowing up. As of this writing, a recent auction for a CGC 9.9 .9 hit 
$1,900 final sales numbers are pending. Not bad for a book that MSRP'd for 75 bucks and was dangerously shipped in a regular mailer. Now, fans are obviously willing to shell out crazy money for a rare black and white variant with a fifth of the print run compared to the original, but where does that end? No one knows. But follow the journey on cover price, as we'll have the details and the data. We tracked 28 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 94%, with a high sale of $2,400 for a CGC 9.8 copy. And ready? Are you ready for this? And a near-mint fair market value of $438 raw. <laughs> wow. Crazy, crazy. Wow. Yeah, I, I know how to what gets uh, Laura's um, excited when uh, when uh, R's are rolled. So. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man number one, the Salvador La, Ro La Roca. La Roca. La Roca. La Roca. Amazing Spider-Man Salvador La Roca. Hustle M&M Spotlight limited to 1000 variant. Or is it? Hmm, we shall mm. never know. We shall never know. It is a mystery of the unknown. All right. Uh, this book, I, I, I have no uh, reason. I don't know why this is on here, but I remember when this hit the shelves back way back then, and, and it caused a stir all throughout the uh, comic book collecting community. Uh, people were outraged. You know, it was a change. You know, outrageous. Uh, what do we got for number four? Yeah, we were talking about this before the show started. So this is a cool one for people that are like, okay, something new on the list. Superman 123, the glow-in-the-dark variant. This is from 1997. The 90s were rife with epic comp costumes for some of our favorite heroes. Superman got the same treatment, crushing it with a blue suit aimed at containing his new electromagnetic powers. This glow-in-the-dark direct edition cover was released to commemorate the event, while the newsstand editions didn't glow. Fans appear to be eyeballing this issue as John Kent is beginning to develop some electric powers of his own in his most recent run. We tracked 21 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 139% with a high sale of $80 for a CGC 9.4 copy and a fine fair market value of $3. I think I have this book. I was telling JB this. I think I do. I right. Well, if you don't, you can grab one in the dollar bin over there because that's where they're at. They're all over there. But they're yeah. all beat up usually, or the one <laughs> I have. Beat the hell. That's true. Yeah, it was it was quite the odd thing, you know, because uh, 1997. I mean, Superman was was pretty stale, so they had to you know revamp it. You know, the death of Superman, and then you know the the you know the rebirth, and then you know electrified Superman, and you know it's just all weird. So I mean, you know, we'll see what. Um, the DCU has in store for uh, Superman going forward, but uh, you know, um, you know, I don't think Cavill's coming back as Superman. But uh, there's so many Superman in the DCU right now that uh, those you can just throw a stick and hit a Superman probably eventually. I, I think Michael B. Jordan is playing also a Superman, right? Um, in in one of the iterations, but you know. It all could be in flux right now with James Gunn taking over. So uh, we shall see. I, I've always said the the, the the thing with Superman, um, people, I, I guess it's, it's hard for people to relate with Superman because he just he's just too powerful. 
right? I mean, what's his only weakness? Kryptonite and magic is is his only weaknesses, right? Um, but you know, uh, yeah, take a shot if you're ready for another uh, TiVo deep dive here. Um, if you watch <laughs> the DC animated uh, Injustice. Superman goes straight ham on that. He is destroying people. He is just killing people. If you haven't seen Injustice, it's an injustice that you have not seen. Tivo, you want to see somebody getting killed? Laura over there is you are killing her right now. (laughs) (laughs) You are killing her. Why? She's got to go, man. She's got to show. Oh, I'm sorry. You're fine. You're fine. I'm sorry. All my fault. I suck. All right. All right. Superman and 123, the Golden Dark variant coming in for $80 and a 9.4. Hmm, 70 trend of 139%. Wow. So it was basically a dollar, basically. Yeah. All right. What do we got for number three? All right. At number Ooh. three, we've got Batman Spawn issue Barnes number Noble. one, the Barnes and Noble variant. Now, this book was one of more than 12 variants released to commemorate the third outing of Batman and Spawn and quickly became one of the books to get. While it was released as an exclusive to a major retailer, these books went quickly. Fewer high-grade copies made it to the aftermarket as retailers' shelves are not conducive to minty fresh books. Since its release... This book has seen steady gains in the aftermarket and on our top 10 and runner-up lists. We've tracked 28 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 119% with a high sale of $200 for a CGC 9.8 and a near-mint fair market value of $38. I love Barnes & Noble. It's like my happy place. I hope they don't go under like every other bookstore has. TiVo, you're muted. (laughs) I didn't even know they were still around, to be honest with you. I mean, geez. Uh, it's like Barnes and Noble. What's that? Yeah. Are you serious? You know. Yeah. No, hey, awesome. Toys R Us's are coming back, man. They're, What's a bookstore? <laughs> you know, what the hell's that? You know, it's like. Well, uh, Borders went out of business and it was like, that was like hard. I remember Borders. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Barnes yeah. and Noble's yeah. like the last standing chain bookstore that I know of. Yeah. We need to make sure we tell everybody in the audience the next graphic is incorrect. The next right. graphic is incorrect. The number two book is actually issue number one. So, Laura, take it away. Yeah, so don't pay attention to the image there, guys. Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars number one from 1984. This book marks the beginning of an epic storyline that introduced the fan base to numerous new characters and crazy events. One of those characters was the Beyonder, well, at least his voice, as he was just a bit of light. The Beyonder has massive potential for the future. While Marvel recently announced their Secret Wars project will be pushed back until 2026, it's unknown if they'll lean more on this storyline, the 2015 series, or something new. That has yet to stop fans from picking up this entry issue, hoping that Marvel might pull from this run. We tracked 21 copies with a seven-day trend of 180%, with a high sale of $468 for a CGC 9.8 copy, and a very fine fair market value of $35. So back when I was doing uh, my um, insider spec scoops that I was getting, um, I was told that it was going to be a mix of both. It's going to be oh. the the original Secret Wars as well as the, the Hickman 2015 run. 
So they're going to mix a little bit of both. Uh, JB, do you so, have the cover behind you? Don't you? I do. I, well, yeah, it's Secret Wars. Can we put them on the screen real quick, Tivo, just so they can see what it's what, supposed uh, to be? Okay, sure. Everybody knows what Secret Wars 1, right? Well, just in case. That classic cover. This is the book that we're talking about here. That is a classic cover. That's amazing. Because the, uh, the Beyonder here. is a hot hot prospect, which is going to segue us into the final into the final one, if you want to throw up that last graphic, Tivo. All right, coming in at the number one spot, we've got Secret Wars 2, issue number three from 1985. Now, Marvel has a habit of building characters up for an, for an inevitable payoff. Whether it's in a big or small way is always up for grabs, but fans appear to have a funny feeling regarding the Beyonder. Now, he previously trended due to his appearance, played by Lawrence Fishburne, in the Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur series, but facts and rumors are swirling, causing him to trend all over again. Now it's been confirmed he will return in the comics this year as part of an event that will reportedly be really big for the Marvel Universe. Completely unconfirmed are the rumors he will appear as a Kang variant in the upcoming Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. While he first appeared as some light and a voice in Secret Wars issue number one, our number two book on the list, this book marks his first cover and full appearance in human form. Fans are opting to pick up this cheap book quickly before any more news or rumors can drive it even higher. We track 37 copies sold with a seven-day trend of 114% and a high sale of $150 for a CGC 9.8 and a raw, you ready for this? Fine, fine grade fair market value of $9. I have a good feeling about this one too, though. I don't know. I, I, I think yeah. there's room to grow, especially mm -hmm. if someone gets cast, physically cast. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. there's room on this one. I just want you to focus on the letterbox or the, um, the Marvel logo at the top and the Beyonder suit that he was wearing. I remember reading this and he had like the shoulder pads and everything, you know, very, very uh, 80s. Uh, because if I recall correctly, the Beyonder wanted to be, and I think it was in this series where he, he wanted to be on Earth and see what it was to be human, right? He, you know, Beyonder was just all powerful. But then in the, um, I think it was in the um, the 2015 Hickman series. There was the Beyonder race that ended the uh, that started the incursion. Right? Uh, they they kind of killed all the um, the uh, the cosmic beings, Galactus, and everybody. And so you know that's why you're seeing these books pop up on here because of I think you know Secret Wars and all the potential potentiality uh of that you know so uh there you go thanks for sticking around boys and girls laura has to go right now uh <laughs> we're gonna head you guys over to the near nirvana right after our show but laura any last words we're doing a shaker show on thursday right yep yep so Tiva's in the habit of giving away a Bird City comic exclusive on our Thursday show without them even being released yet. So make sure you tune in for that one. I promise you, especially you Spawn fans out there, that this is a good cover. And Tony Fleece is amazing. If any of you read Stray Dogs, he's the, the writer of that one. So tune in on Thursday for us. And yeah, thanks for tuning in tonight. And yeah, I love the hat, uh, baby. 
Thank you. And yeah, we got some uh, big news coming with uh, Lords of Lombox, my LCS, and Bird City Comics. And nice. uh, I'll give you uh, uh, eight billion guesses as to what it is. <laughs> um, uh, we can uh, start showing the. Um, we can start showing the, uh, you know, I'll start showing the graphic pretty soon, but uh, it's it's going to be cool. Uh, first time ever Lords of Lombox exclusive. I'm not getting any money for it. I'm just wanting to promote Bird City Comics and my LCS Comics, Tunes and Toys. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be cool, man. Um, uh, if I'm you so ask, excited. I'm, I'm so not going to sign it, but if you want me to sign it, I'll sign it. But I uh, want you to sign it. You're going to sign mine. Man, I got to work on my handwriting because uh, uh, maybe I do graffiti type style because uh, I'll just I'll just put TiVo, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, but I don't want to like be like you know, I don't want to be on fleek, you know. No, I want to uh, remark on mine. Yeah, remark maybe on the back cover. The um, definitely comics TNT and the Lords of the Long Ox logo are going to be on the back cover. So maybe I'll just sign the back cover if you want, but uh, yeah, it's uh it's going to be cool, man. First time ever, theory. first time ever a uh, great partnership with the bird city comics, you know, Laura and Ant are great. Uh, they do some cool stuff. So uh, with that, uh, thank you Laura, for joining us. Sorry, we're late everybody. So I'll let you bounce yeah. out. Uh, JB, any last yes. words? Yes. <laughs> I want to say, Thank you to this fantastic chat. You guys are the best live chat on YouTube. We really appreciate you. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you hit the thumbs up on your way out. And as always, don't forget, we had a good time. What's in the box? These are my uh, Bird City comics uh, that I'm going to be giving away. Uh, so, you what? know, there's that. Uh, shout out to my man Lou for the two dollar super chat, one ninety nine at least. I mean, come on, Lou, you can put in another penny. What's up with that, man? It won't come let on. you when you're doing your phone or your your PC. It's a it's a it's one of those things. It's one of those things, yeah. But mm -hmm. shout out to 80s Comics Galasta. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. Sorry we're late today, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna open this box and see what I have no idea what this is. And for the people who won the other uh, giveaways, <laughs> I'm gonna shoot the sometime this week i swear to god i've been, been swamped with work and it's been raining and it's been crazy i mean yes rain in southern california what are you gonna do man uh it's crazy uh, yeah so uh got so uh yeah so make sure tuesday thursday at 6 p.m uh for the shaker show where we're gonna reveal the uh bird city comics exclusive that drops on friday so uh you don't want to miss that so for jb laura this is tivo uh, I want you to say Happy New Year again. And uh, you know what? Keep digging in the long boxes. Peace out.
Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. Update. Um, what's in the box? 